Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I'm your host, I am Shemaine Linney, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker and I'm very happy to have you back with me for episode 199. It's insane that I've done that many episodes, but I do enjoy the podcasts. I find it's a practical way to teach people. Um, So I really hope you'll enjoy this one, and I know this is really common. In this episode, we're going to be talking about tonsil stones. So before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, so tonsil stones. They're so common. You may or may not have experienced them. Maybe your kids have, maybe your partner has. Either way, this information is going to be helpful to somebody you know somewhere. So tonsil stones, also known as tonsilloliths, they're calcified masses that can form on your tonsils. So your tonsils have all these crevices and cavities and crypts, as they're called, tonsil crypts. Um, at the back of your throat and sometimes they will get food or debris or waste or bacteria caught in them and when they do that debris whatever it may be can harden or calcify forming what we would call these tonsil stones or calcium deposits. These deposits are often small and usually invisible to most people, like that's how small they are, and then they're harmless, and if they get bigger, they will generally fall out in your mouth, and you'll feel them, and you'll spit them out, and onto your hand, or onto a tissue, Um, but sometimes some people can have very large tonsil stones, and that, that depends on multiple factors, but If they're very large, you may need to go see someone to get them removed. So the most common signs or symptoms are bad breath. Even if you do get a tonsil stone and you spit it out into a tissue or onto your hand and if you smell it, it'll smell pretty bad because it's basically rotten food and debris and bacteria. But yes, so bad breath will go along with them, especially if you have a lot of them. You might feel throat irritation or some sort of swelling or like there's lumps there. Um, And then depending on the size of them, you might actually be able to see them when you open your mouth and you go, ah, I know you can just visualize me doing that. You might see these white bumps or lumps or nodes at the back of your throat or around your tonsils. Um, So it is quite common. Some health professionals um, will say that part of the problem is um, 
poor diet would be one, but also the ability to not detoxify properly. So because they are made up of food particles, depending on the food that you eat, um, they can be excessively bad or not so bad. And then we have the bacteria and mucus aspect of things getting trapped there too. So if you're creating excess mucus because of a poor diet or maybe you have a bacteria issue in your mouth at the back of your throat again probably because of um, some nutrition issue and not giving your body what it needs then we see like I mentioned these debris or these stones or particles they get trapped so detoxification is going to be important from that aspect and then of course um, Proper oral hygiene is very important too. So if you do have these and they're small and they pop out in your hand, then it's not necessarily something to be worried about. But if you notice it's getting, the back of your throat is getting painful or you see swelling or soreness or even these stones that they're so big you can see them, then you're going to want to go see your doctor or dentist or health professionals. Now there are some things that you can do at home to help your body remove tonsil stones and they're pretty straightforward. I think most of my followers at this stage are doing apple cider vinegar and lots of vinegars. So if you dilute um, or just shoot apple cider vinegar, um, the vinegar helps to break down the stones because of its acidic content. So if this was a thing for you before you started working with me and now you're like, hey, I actually haven't had these in a while, it's most likely going to be the apple cider vinegar. And then we have garlic is another option because garlic, of course, many of us know is an antibacterial, it's an antifungal, it's antiviral. So it's pretty much anti-everything. Like garlic is so good for you. But that can help then combat any kind of bacterial growth or infection that might happen at the back of your throat. Um, coughing and singing, depending on the size of the stone, can help dislodge a stone. Um, I've noticed and I've heard other antidotes of people when they fall asleep, that's usually when these stones will dislodge themselves. And that could be partially because when we go asleep, our inflammation decreases. So any swelling at the back of your throat that you would have during the day, that's going to decrease then when you go asleep at night and people will wake up and feel a stone in their mouth and take it out. So you can also do salt water as well. You can gargle if you want with salt water or depending on your adrenal health, you might be drinking salt water. So that can help because um, salt water in itself has its own antibacterial properties. Um, then we have, we mentioned garlic. Onions would fall in the same category as garlic. Like many people know that garlic is really good for you but onions are pretty much like their cousins they also have strong antibacterial properties so even though you might have smelly breath and not in a bad way in an onion way you still will be getting all of these benefits by adding onions to your diet 
And then you can also do, um, you can eat apples and carrots and a few other foods that are going to be not only binding but also help with detoxification and then also the bacteria aspect of things. You could also do um, a probiotic if there was a bacteria issue but then you would need to work with a health practitioner to see actually what is the the bigger problem here like what is the bacteria issue is it fungus is it some sort of bacteria SIBO is it a yeast like so you'll need to narrow that down first before you can just start taking a probiotic it's not always wise to just hop on the bandwagon of taking a probiotic without knowing why and what the goal is but in in a sense if you are an avid yogurt eater you know that yogurt comes with its own natural probiotics as well. So that may be a safer, yummier alternative than just jumping on the probiotic bandwagon. Um, there is an option then, or it is said that some essential oils can help with tonsil stones as well because they can help with that inflammation, they can help with the bacteria issue, so we might be looking at eucalyptus, lemongrass, myrrh, frankincense. Um, so you would dilute the essential oils in a carrier oil and place one or two drops on a toothbrush before brushing the stones gently, I might add. And then diffusing can help as well because you'll still get those antibacterial properties by diffusing essential oils. Um, then lastly, and you need to be really careful with this, you will want, you could use a cotton swab or your finger, like if you see a tonsil stone, but you really want to be careful with this because you could make things worse or you could hurt yourself. So if you see a tonsil stone, you may be able to remove it by gently pressing on the tonsil with a swab or scratching it with your nail or finger kind of just trying to dislodge it but you want to do this carefully um, because you would also cause not only the damage but additional infection and especially if it's a larger stone sometimes they can look smaller than they actually are um, behind what we see so if you do do that you'll want to gargle with salt water immediately after you remove the tonsil stone. Um, just want to make sure that you're keeping infection from happening after removing a stone yourself. And only do this if the tonsil stone is visible and easy enough to reach and small. Like, don't pretend to be your own surgeon if you see something really big at the back of your throat and try to dislodge it yourself. You're literally just asking for trouble there. So those are kind of, I wouldn't say they're pre pre preventative measures. They're ways to remove and clear the tonsil stones yourself then the preventative measures are going to be well of course I'm going to recommend apple cider vinegar because it's one of my favorite therapeutics to use um, but keeping good hygiene um, good oral hygiene use a natural good effective mouthwash um, 
support detoxification, watch for inflammation, watch that you're not just eating constantly junk or bad foods all the time and then be aware if you have any bacterial issues you do want to nip them in the bud or get them addressed as soon as possible um not just for tonsil stones but because they're probably causing problems in other places people seem to connect bacteria and fungus issues to only like our thrush and our yeast infections and certain things but actually they cause a lot more problems than that so uh, tonsil stones is just one other that they are um, causing a problem with so um, basically the takeaway is if you have small tonsil stones I wouldn't stress over it I wouldn't panic but I would, again, be listening to what your body's saying. Hey, you're not detoxing properly or you're not taking care of me properly or you're eating too much junk food. If they're very big, then we want to look at something else where is there an infection? Is there bacteria? Do you need your tonsils removed? Um, all that sort of stuff. So basically, this is another sign that your body is saying, hey, take care of me better, or this is going to happen. So we can read these signs and symptoms and then, um, I suppose, pivot in our healthcare to address them. So listen to your body, do what needs to be done, uh, and then hopefully you won't have issues with this for much longer or at all if you've never had them. But it's not a big stressful topic. So straight to the point. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, if you have any topics you would like me to cover, anything you're curious about or you don't understand, send them my way. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or through my website and I'd be happy to respond. Again, I'll remind you that if you do send me emails through my website, they are still going to my junk mail. So I may not get back to them immediately until I realize that they're there. Um, otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of summer. Uh, and I'll chat to you guys soon. Okay, bye-bye.